Hello, 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 soul friends, and welcome to this episode of Shine Your Soul Light podcast, sharing the voices of visionaries who are leading in the golden age. My name is Mary Gooden, and I will be your host. My mission is truly to support others in aligning and defining with their ever-evolving mission. I lead with courage and authenticity as the heart of humanity uh, and just in the most freedom that I have ever experienced in this lifetime. So I ask that we take a moment and find a little stillness and silence. The eyes are closed and the heart is open. May we anchor in love, compassion, and grace. And may we receive wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Joining me today uh, is another one of my amazing and beautiful co-authors in the book titled Prosperity Codes. Number one international best-selling author, Carrie Scott. Of course, she is an author, a speaker, a designer, and a thought leader. Her purpose is to align the energies of her heart and throat to share her grief journey and inspire suicide survivors to break their silence. Oh, I love that, Carrie, so much. Uh, She's bringing voice to a silent epidemic, right? She has lived in pain of losing a loved one to suicide after their diagnosis of bipolar disorder. Her grief journey, which I hope to hear a little bit about today has been her spiritual journey. From her loss, she has discovered the power of self-love. Carrie, thank you for joining us. Uh, Tell the audience, if you will, where you're joining us from and a little bit more um, expanding upon your mission and purpose. Yeah, I I have to say, Mary, your introduction um, gets me every time and it totally brought me to tears today. I'm it's it's quite wonderful because these conversations are my absolute favorite to have and and the space that you create to have them is is so sacred and I'm really feeling that today. So thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, thank you for being here. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm joining you from Vancouver Island in Canada and way on the West Coast. And, uh, you know, like you said, my, my mission is to connect the energy of my heart and uh, my throat to to speak about these things that I'm so passionate about. And I'm, I'm really realizing that my purpose is to to speak about uh, self-love and love. And, and that stems from my, my twin flame journey and meeting my twin flame in this lifetime and, and sharing, you know, a really intense love with another person and then losing them and being able to really feel into that and realize that the, the purpose of our union was to explore that love and to be able to share that with other people and, and really, um, explore that that gift that we were given and then i'm also learning um, from my human design that it is my purpose to lift the illusion um that we have in our reality and pardon me to be able to share how we are all um you know masterful creators and able to um, create the reality that we're we're living in on a day-to-day basis and um, I learned that a lot on my on my grief journey and um, Gabriel who I, I lost um, who I refer to him as in my memoir is 
you know, leading me every step of the way to be able to explore these concepts and and to be able to share them. And so I feel I feel really supported in that way. And it's it's such a wonderful gift to have. I love that. I love that share. I love that you, you know, we get we're emotional about it. We get choked up about it. We get really inspired when we're sharing these their gifts. And and I love that you have referred to them in such a way as gifts. I talk a lot about that as as my publishing company is that alignment of every experience is a gift to be used as inspiration. Uh, you said Gabrielle, and I just, I instantly thought of Archangel. So <laughs> I'm sure you get that a lot, Carrie. Um, <laughs> I did. I just instantly, oh yeah, oh yeah, I feel that. I feel that for you so much. And and you know what I like to to lean into a little bit more is, as you already said, we we are the creators, and these experiences are all part of the creation. Perhaps. All of us have these, these uh, traumatic experiences that of people, of course, that have experienced loss too. Perhaps one of the biggest parts of their mission was not only to support you for a time on earth, but then to, to, to gain trust so that they could support you in a higher realm. Oh, I just get so many little goosebumps about it. Um, so you are, you're working on your memoir, you're working on your solo book, which I love this title, if it's okay that I share. Uh, celebrate your grief, transforming your loss into self-love. Yeah, yeah. So I imagine this is where one of your most pivotal, pivotal stories is, like you said, that you experienced a loss of, of the human connection of your twin flame. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and at the time I didn't know he was a twin flame. It took me kind of years of reflecting afterwards to put it all together and recognize all those pieces. Um, but it made so much sense, like all the descriptions that I read and the more that I sort of explored that it just, it just felt right. And, and it's one of those instances, you know, where you meet somebody and it just changes the trajectory of your life. And, uh, there, I'm trying to blank. Sorry, Mary. <laughs> no, it's okay. Sometimes we have to, it, no, that's, this is part of the mission. Like I have to wait for these words. Uh, they, you know, what wants to be said? Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love that part. I love being able to just open myself up to it and allowing it to flow. And uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's like so many moments where it's you wonder if it's if it's coming from me or if it's coming from someplace beyond me right mm -hmm. i believe it comes from someplace well beyond our what our mental capacity could ever fathom i think that we're bright beautiful and brilliant as human beings uh, but there's so much more to this story and this is one of the reasons why i wanted to create a space of enlightenment with this podcast because there is so much more to the story and the premise i know that you'll probably agree carrie is self-love it's self-love it's coming home to yourself so you can literally create a collective home for everyone else or not you know create a space that everybody could be held and supported and those of you uh, 
such as, you know, like yourself that have gone through some really traumatic and grief induced uh, experiences um, have the, the biggest stronghold in it, if you will, the biggest, the most conscious vessel of how to share how we can move through this. I read once, um, grief is love with no place to go. Yeah. How does that make you feel? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that, that resonated deeply because I've read that too. And I'm actually reading a book right now titled Grief is Love, which is, is such a wonderful exploration with a, a mother or a daughter who lost her mother and her grief experience. And what came from my own grief journey, this was one of my biggest learnings was, you know, that the the grief that I felt for Gabriel was equal to the love that I felt for him. And that the love that I felt for him was actually a pure reflection of the love that I was capable of having for myself. And so once I was able to sort of make that last piece, that connection about loving myself, then I realized that I didn't need him to be necessarily physically present for me in order to feel the love that I felt when we were together. Cause I was, I was missing that piece. And it was like, I was missing a piece of myself. And when I realized that I was capable of still feeling that amount of love without him present, then everything shifted, like being able to step into that deep, deep, self-love and i think i think you describe it actually in uh prosperity codes as like a fountain right you just you're connecting into this fountain of of energy of love and you fill up on it and then it starts to overflow and when you're in that space you're so you know deeply Im immersed in love and and radiating it then you can just spread it and give it and give it freely and it just becomes this beautiful experience that you're tapped into and and the love just it just flows and you start to see it reflected back to you in so many ways and and that's what is has been such a blessing on this journey so much so isn't it fun it really it's in such a great great way to um describe it for us carrie the audience and myself because i i try to uh, share that part of it when we can do that when we can come home to ourselves when we can when we can recognize our own vibration of love the only things that really will show up in front of you are the mirror of that you know because there's this piece of us there's this condition that says well you know your heart might be cracked wide open but but still don't get vulnerable because it's highly unlikely that 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 it's going to be reflected back to you and what I've learned is that to me, that's false. If it's still not reflecting back to me, then I'm still not doing it. I still don't know what it is. I still haven't tapped into my frequency because I'll be honest. Um, it's all that's reflected back to me now. And I, every time getting on a call with you, every time I get on a call or an interview or now just meeting people in person, I'm in awe, like, I had a conversation last night at Flamenco. We were just out dancing, but this wise, sage, masculine, you're just in awe of what it's, you hear your own words reflected back at you. You're in, in an instant, your frequency, even when I get like with you, my frequency goes up. <laughs> it's like, 
it's miraculous. And you know, it's one thing that they tried to, to, to not teach us. It's one thing that they, in the whole of things, I will call them they, the three-dimensional, um, the three-dimensional conditioned program, uh, you know, don't feel that, don't think about, your, you know, don't do that, don't do this, don't say that, don't let people know, don't share. It was so hard driven into us. Um, just wild. I love seeing this though. This, this has been such a big expansive place for us uh, in storytelling too, like getting our stories out and having the place to, to do so without censorship, without criticism. Uh, it's been beautiful. Um, tell us a little bit more, Carrie. So you, from this experience that has really awakened your soul, I imagine that's what it's done because that's what these experiences came here to do. You have created um, this framework, this soul selves framework, because as you stated earlier um, to us, that we create it, we create our own destiny. And I, I believe you. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I would love to. Um, just, just like you were saying, you know, about how it's all reflected back to you and you, you know, you're not in the energy of it until you see it all coming back to you. That's, that's like the perfect, um, understanding the perfect description of, of what lifting that illusion is to me, because it's like, like, you know, you're in the energy of it when, when you see it reflected back and like everything is just a reflection of what's going on in your mind and the thoughts that you're having and the beliefs that you're holding. And so, you know, once those start to shift, then you start to see it in, in your reality. And, um, yeah, I just, I love playing around with that and fine tuning it. Right. And, and so the, the soul self framework, um, really emerged as I was writing my memoir. Um, and it, was it's really been for me it's been a tool like a mindset tool to help me name where I am at any given point on you know that journey from from ego to soul if if, if the journey was like a um, a straight line from one to the other you know there's these what I call markers five different markers along the way that um, really helped um, describe where I was with that journey. And, and at first I realized that my grief journey, um, could be described very specifically by these markers. And there were certain like actions and certain behaviors and certain language and, um, certain emotions that were associated with each of those places. And so as I was naming the emotions and, and naming the behaviors, I, I could kind of group them together into each soul self as I, as I refer to them. And so, um, I'm able now to be able to explore each of those soul selves in all the aspects of our lives. And it, it just really helps me kind of take a step back and become that observer so that, I uh, can can know where I am at any given time instead of being like fully absorbed and reacting from like an ego perspective. It gives me a tool to be able to step out of that and then move ahead into a new or a higher energy and 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 take the 
take the steps that I need to do. Like if I'm, if I'm triggered by something, I know now to, to be like, wait, okay, I'm triggered. This is a reaction. This is my ego. What do I need to do now to acknowledge that and, and step out of it and, um, heal it if it needs to be healed or just, just witness it and, um, change the limiting belief that might be associated with that or, or so on as it goes. Right. So, um, yeah, having the, having the soul selves framework in, in my back pocket has been such a great tool to be able to, um, really move into my soul more and more of the time. I love reading about it also in prosperity codes because it's just such a, it's such a direct and no, no brainer, if you will, way to really move forward, to progress. And I, I know a lot of people, you know, society has taught us to even get triggered by mindset, right? Because you'll even see coaches like, you don't need mindset, right? Because they've tried to, in essence, they've tried to pull us away. And it really always comes back to, to my thoughts are leading my actions. They always will. They always will. <laughs> I even, that's what I teach as, as a yoga teacher. My mind controls my body. It simply is. And even at the point where I think mindset was getting more popular and then somebody wanted to come and squash it for the people, you know, for that three-dimensional idea, like, no, 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 because that is the success. To align with your fountain of self-love, joy, prosperity, abundance is to completely align with you. And all the people uh, that are, you know, we're striving and we're trying to, to get somewhere in our life, um, it really just takes coming back home to you. And I also realized when you were speaking that a lot of people, uh, I think still have this kind of idea that that giving myself that kind of awareness, that kind of attention, that prioritizing my own comfort is the wrong way, right? How selfish of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so interesting to me because I still hear people getting really, really um, upset, I guess for lack of a better word, about embracing self-love and they they are just so opposed to that being an okay thing because I think they're coming from a, a perspective that it's harmful for other people and and um I am so compassionate for someone who is feeling that way like in in my mind in, in terms of the soul self framework that's that's a really sort of bodily self place to be coming from um where where you're really feeling like a victim and so it's just I I just want to show them the uh, the flip side of that right you know I I just pray that you know they'll be able to experience what it is that I'm talking about and and be able to understand it because it's it's the complete opposite and I think that you know well I know that we're all capable of having that immense amount of self-love and I know after experiencing it, how powerful it is and how you're really breaking free of all of those limitations and you're, you're stepping into your infinite potential when, when you're embracing that. So yeah, there's, there's just so much goodness there. There really is. Yeah. You're so right. There is, there is more goodness in self-love than I think anything out there. 
because I know as well as you, uh, and I've read it, wrote it in many of my chapters um, because I've I've come home and I've I've served from a place of self love. Uh, that I am living beyond any dream I ever had. I am living well, I call it living in the reality of your dreams. But for me, even beyond um, that, I just wake up every day and show me the way today. What's mine to share? Just show me the way. And this is how we're supposed to be living. I I mean, not to, I, I don't, I can't see another way. <laughs> like, like for me, I've come so far, like I can't see another way. But just like you said, Carrie, we're all capable of this, regardless of the trauma that we have experienced both here and now, or the trauma that perhaps you remember on a karmic level. Uh, it's a matter of flipping the switch. And I understand, and I, I in no way, shape or form do I ever uh, downplay or discount anybody's feelings about their trauma, but this life is a journey of experiences and the gift really is to be able to inspire by how you've learned to share so that we can grow together not to to stay trapped under this this heavy cloak of darkness yeah 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 no it's my my own trauma my grief kept me silent for almost two decades and and I wasn't living you know I was just reacting to life and I didn't know there was any other option and it wasn't until you know this sort of what I called my awakening happened that I was able to see all of all of that trauma all of that grief from a new perspective and and change my response to it and change my emotional response to it and it, it's been just sort of this slow continuous process of like rewiring how my feelings and my emotions and my brain and my thoughts all sort of interact and it's it's truly been the most uplifting experience I could ever asked for it and and it does it really blows my mind every day with the new learnings that I have and the new people that I meet and the experiences I get to share and yeah like you said I I, I couldn't imagine it any other way now because I know what what is possible and I I feel like maybe I'm even just on the 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 beginning of this journey there's so much so much more that I don't know that is gonna be like woo. <laughs> I, I feel we 100% there. I still feel like that. Like, because there's so much, there's so many miracles and magic, I still feel like I haven't even scratched the surface. But what I do know and what I do remind myself of every day and what I do align with uh, in every moment is I came here to live. I came here to live in whatever way that that looks like. I came here to live. I didn't come here to to die. <laughs> you know, yeah. I came here to live. And for however long I get to do that, and, and that's okay too, because in part of that, well, I've just scratched the surface. I know that if I live now, that whatever comes next is even more abundant life. It, yeah. you know, it may not look the same. It may not be Carrie and I right here talking on podcasts, but I'm sure it has something to do with the energetics of creating joy and harmony all across the, the world or the galaxy. Um, 
and you feel I know you feel that every day too like what else is possible yeah yeah feeling safe enough when you know when you love yourself you feel safe enough to explore and be curious so I my mantra every day uh and I heard myself say it a lot yesterday was um you know we are all safe supported and loved we always have been and we always will be we don't have to know what that looks like we just have to remember that we are oh yeah 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 that that remembrance piece is is key because it's like you know you you wake up every morning and you've forgotten and you have to remember again where you were the day before and and if you just keep remembering and and oh that's beautiful the way you say safe supported and loved and it's it's totally true because you know we're when we're born we we are in that safe supported love and we don't know anything other than that but it's as we have our life experience that we have these other um you know experiences that that make us forget that and so it's like a matter of now unpeeling all of that and returning to that remembrance and just just returning to that state of bliss i call it right you know it's just yeah. Yeah, it's our birthright. That's that's who we are underneath all of this other stuff. <laughs> kind of, we are. we're blessed. Um, like this, I always see like this, this golden dust of a fountain. We're all like a lotus flower with with the capability to to create this golden twinkle everywhere. And it's it simply is choice because the way I always look at it, it's like 50, 50, you know, you could go up or down, you could go left or right. You could, you could think positive or negative. That's it. There's nothing, the there's nothing in the middle. <laughs> it's either I'm going to flip the switch and I'm going to tell myself every single day that I'm safe, supported and loved, or I'm not. And I'm going to, I'm going to live in fear and scarcity that, that, there. So you choose, you just got to choose. I use mantras on the mirror that had helped me so much. So Carrie, tell us, um, I know now that you've come into this alignment of self-love, but how has it really significantly changed your relationships moving forward? Uh, it's been, it's been, <laughs> I can't even think of a word like magnanimous or something like that. It's just, it changed everything, right? Like, because my relationship with myself is what has changed the most. It just has a ripple effect in all of my other relationships. Like, I think, I think it's probably the most noticeable, the most noticeable uh, impact is in my relationship with my husband. And it's, it's kind of like, there was a before and there's now after, right? And before I was nagging him and I was, you know, I was, I was not miserable, but like, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't happy. I wasn't grounded. And, and so he, you know, I projected a lot of that onto him and, and I wasn't taking responsibility for my own emotions and my own um, actions and all this sort of stuff. And so as I started to, to, to own that and, and claim my responsibility, then I couldn't blame him for anything anymore. And, um, you know, I, I, I could only shift how I was thinking about something or responding. And, and so it's, it's been so beautiful to have our relationship sort of evolve and expand as I've been evolving and expanding. And, you know, he's, he's been right with me along this journey. And, um, I think 
for like I remember he'd come home from work and I um you know would I would trap him in the laundry room where he would come in and I would be like you know what I learned today and then I would just like offload all this information that that I had learned during the day and so he was observing it and then able to explore it and 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 that became you know the the highlight of our um our day and our relationship was just sharing this exchange of information and so um yeah and then like I mean intimately it has changed our relationship and and there's just we're so much more open to having these conversations and um you know the way that we parent has shifted and uh you know it just it just comes back to reflecting back to self and having that self-awareness and being you know aware that we may have had these experiences and these traumas in our childhood or in our lives but you know they don't belong to us and we can let them go and you know if if we want to do something different with our children we can try that and and if it doesn't work we'll try something different and you know it's just it just goes on and on from there so there's so much more compassion all around so it's magnificent it's magnificent uh, and and as you were saying that i could i was visualizing that laundry room like all we really want all we really want is to to see other people get excited you know all we really want is to to, to live in this excitable, this curious and, um, you know, magical energy. And the more that I've done it over the last several years, this, this space of evolution that was created for all of us over the last two years, it really does. I saw it, like I said, you were saying it, I was like, oh, I can, I can feel the excitement. And that's all we ever really want is to, to be able to share our excitement without feeling judged, criticized, or feel bad because we know that somebody else may not be in that same place, right? I always hear it too, like misery loves company, you know, but the, you know, these are the things. And it's so, it's so neat that you can share that with your partner, your husband and not feel that because in most, you know, I've got, uh, I'm divorced once. And in most times when one partner is not happy, it, it's just becomes a very miserable and, and not so blissful. Um, and it doesn't really, it never really is the other person. It always comes to us. Something I recorded last night, um, it's one of the parts of integration, one of the pillars I use, um, integration. And the first thing it is, is take responsibility for loving yourself. Yeah. And then, then you receive, you receive the idea of what you think it is that you need from, from the external world. But first, like you had said, you've got to take responsibility for loving yourself. Yeah, 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 for sure. I know I, I say there were three things that had to happen for my awakening to begin and, and taking responsibility is one of them. That was a huge factor in, in moving forward and opening myself and opening my heart. And, uh, you know, then I had to, I had to know that everything is energy and I truly believe everything is energy. And then, you know, I, I lost someone that I cared deeply for. Those were the, the three things that really opened me up to this new experience. And so I hear it too. Great loss equals great love. And so it is. 
one piece of advice, if you would carry for our listeners of um, those that perhaps are really wanting to, to take another step forward, because when we're uncovering our light, I, I, again, I don't discount anybody's feelings. It, it can feel a little bit um, exciting. That's the word I'm going to use. It, it can feel a little bit exciting. Uh, one piece of advice you would share with the listeners that perhaps that are ready to take another step. I am going to say, you know, pay attention to what's happening around you. Pay attention to the conversations you're having and, you know, what you're seeing on social media and what you're watching on TV and, you know, what books you're reading and and the messages that are are coming up because they are a reflection of what is active in your vibration at any given time. And when you are able to accept that, and that's part of accepting responsibility, um, then, you know, you are able to challenge yourself to shift if you don't like what you're seeing, right? Um, And then, and then, you can start to look for those, I call them affirmations, not necessarily like written affirmations, but like, like this conversation is the affirmation of what is active in me because you're, you know, saying things that I think, and, um, we're able to like be in this vibration together. And so if, if I wasn't feeling this, I wouldn't be able to hear what you were saying. And so that is been such, um, a a learning piece for me is just just listening and observing and paying attention to what is in my reality because I am creating that Mm -hmm. pay attention to what you're surrounding yourself with it made me think that 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 the human the human vessel is way 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 smarter than these computers that were designed to take our place yeah. We are just human computers and we, we have a, a much larger, we have a limitless hard drive. And just like, just like when you, you get all, you get all happy or funny about when you were thinking of buying something and all of a sudden your computer shows it to you, right? When you're thinking, whatever you're thinking is what's going to show up. You know those, I I forget what they call it, but it's targeted messaging, right? But, but I can pull up anything and, you know, I'm, it's, um, if you, especially if you have something, I think like an Alexa, you know, things are always listening and paying attention. And the next thing is it's showing up in front of you. Yeah. It's so true like that. And so the computer realm latched onto that quickly because then it makes us act. It makes us act towards whatever that thought was. Uh, And that really is life. So whatever I'm surrounding myself, whatever I'm reading every day, whatever I'm writing, whatever I'm seeing, whoever I'm listening to, uh, whatever I'm eating, whatever it is, is going to be a direct reflection of the next moment that shows up in front of me. And uh, that's so powerful. And the only other thing I heard when you were speaking of that is even that question, like, you know, what if it's, it's my nearest and dearest relative that I need to, that's, that's infusing me with negative uh, take responsibility for loving yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we all came here to teach one another something and yes, you know, we all could be, we're all, we're all related. We're all one, (laughs) but we have to take responsibility for loving ourselves and putting ourselves in the right places 
if we want to continue to find bliss. And I know that everybody does. Uh, even if a listener, well, maybe I don't want to find bliss. Well, everybody wants to feel bliss. Everybody wants to feel the freedom to, to serve, to give and receive in an effortless flow. Yeah. Uh, what is one word, Carrie, that describes how it feels for you to lead in the golden age? <laughs> well, blissful. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so much so and what is the best way um, I'm going to put these in the show notes or this in the show notes but um, the best way that our listeners can connect with you uh, perhaps they want to get a little bit more information on the soul selves framework because it's a very powerful and doable practice my website carriescott.com k-e-r-r-i is how I spell Carrie. <laughs> it has it has it all there. All my um, socials are there, and there is um, so much more information about the Soul Cells framework in in various aspects of our lives. And um, yeah, I would be honored if anybody was interested to know more about that. Mm, that's so good. Well, thank you, Carrie, for sharing and shining your light so brightly. Um, I'm just so grateful that we have connected that we have shared in uh, prosperity codes, how to attune to and align with your joy, your abundance, your all the things, right? Uh, as I like to say, I am a fountain of joy and prosperity and I create abundant opportunities for others uh, because I am free. So thank you for listening. Carrie, again, thank you for joining us all the way from Vancouver, Canada. Uh, until we get to meet again and share in this beautiful collective energy, I say keep shining your light, keep inspiring with love and truth and bliss. <laughs> Thanks, Carrie. Thanks everyone for listening. I'll talk to you soon.